You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The first four hours were simply in a moose bouche I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure, you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. Well, we would have been here sooner, presented by Extend Technologies, except Lima was watching videos of football players golf. Uh, Hi. Know, weird fascination I have with watching Why? every other athlete cross over to golf because... Every other or just football? Well, a lot of football because the guys are so big and they are so ah, effortless, effortlessly hitting the ball, crushing the ball so far. But that Tom Brady thing, that bothered me how good Tom Brady was. And Aaron Rodgers was good, too. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is sinking these putts. And obviously, I don't, I don't golf that much as much as I used to. I have to think that Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers golf every day, everywhere, at all the nicest courses in the world. That is something I want to tell you. So I know that we've talked about this before and maybe too much. I, I know you, you're a private person. You can be very Don Draper about your personal life. Are you plan on having a child? I would like to, yes. You got to get all your golfing in now. I know. You really need to start hitting the links, man. You really need. Just wasting our hours. Our hours I, are perfect for me. It is to go they golf are. right after the show every day, and I don't. I do have like I. I try to be a good dad and all that stuff. Like you know, you have to try to be. There is sometimes when we get done golfing, I go, all right. This will be sixteen more years. <laughs> Jonah will be, and then I go. Nah, I mean honestly, when Jonah's like fifteen, sixteen, so I'm like. 14 more years, mm-hmm. then I can get back out there and do it. Yeah, because you had a run. You were over at the Eagles. You were yeah. just showing up when you oh, lived God, over Oh, yeah, God, yeah. And, and, and you golf every day. I was golfing by myself three days a week that one summer. It was great. It was amazing. I mean, I got a lot of rounds in. And then they got a little older, and it, it, you can just tell. It's, it's tough on Lizzie. So I'm home, and I golf. Last year I golfed maybe five times. This year I've golfed twice. Twice. I will probably golf a third time and then put the clubs away. Um, and that's just how it works. That That's just how it goes. And that's that's okay. And I'm fine with that. But there is a part in the back of my head I go, okay, one day it's going to get pretty crazy. I'm going to be doing a lot of golf in here, mm-hmm. and it's going to be good again. But until then, I do have my my fun with my kids. Hey, you finished up strong last week. Let's see more of I that. hit some good shots. That one shot. That I hit last Tuesday. Did we talk about this on the air? Just very little. Very little. Between two trees that for what I just, I willed it. I go, I'm going to hit between these two trees. It was beautiful. It, I, that, that shot never works for me. That normally goes off the meat of the biggest mm-hmm. 100-year-old tree you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And you have to normally get out of the way as it ricochets back to you. Our first time, it's amazing. Like the first time I went golfing with you this year, I think I couldn't get out of the trees. It was either yeah, it was you. I I just hit a tree 
every time. It didn't matter because obviously I'm not on the fairways very often. And uh, and I like to watch other athletes other than golfers golf, but I like the good ones. I like to watch them do very well. It just is a marvel to me because I go, you have other life things that you have to do, like Bryson DeChambeau being good at golf and watching him on TV. That's not the thrill. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree. get. When, well, that's like, why we like the U.S. Open. Yeah. When they grow out the rough yeah. and the pros are uh-huh. all bitching about how unfair the golf course is. And you're like, guys, once a year, you can't have an unfair course once it, a year. And the only guys who disagree with us are the hardcore golfers, guys like Art Bros, if you're buddy. And they get mad and they go, no, you don't understand. You don't understand. This is, yeah. this is the championship of our country. It should be on even keel. And I'm like, we don't care. Yep. We watch guys just make mincemeat out of Firestone out of the Memorial. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are really nice courses, and they just roll, and you're like, one time, you can't have one bad round of golf. That's 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 illegal. And I turn right around and go, no, you don't understand. I know it's our championship of our country, and I step up and I say, be a golfer. Mm-hmm. Be an athlete, Figure be out. a golfer. Someone's going to win. Figure it out, yeah. Someone's going to win, and they're not going to be bitching you can't when it's tell all me, done. You can't tell me they just lucked their way to it. Did Bryson DeChambeau win the U.S. Open? You're telling me he just lucked his way to winning a U.S. Open? No. Okay, so stop bitching, stop complaining, be a golfer. Almost cussed for the first time ever on the air. We are presented by Extend Technologies, X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. I'm telling you, if you're looking for a job, by the way, they are hiring AV installers right now. No experience necessary. They will train. They're very good trainers. Uh, you will like what you're doing, trust me, and you will like your quality of life. Go ahead and check them out online first, X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Stop on in and talk to Tony. See if you can get yourself hooked up, make your home and career dreams come true. Yes, career dreams come true. Hiring. With Extend Technologies. X-T-E-N-D-A-V dot com. Um, we talked during the during the actual show today about the pressure on the players. There was some negative reactions. There was people that we had won. You want to break down Chuck's call? I thought I thought it was uh it was an interesting call because for, forget about the voices. The voices were terrific, actually, as much as we made fun of them. Yeah. Uh this this thought out there that Cleveland Sports Talk Radio cannot talk about what everybody else in the country talks about, which is how much a quarterback gets paid, mm-hmm. how much a dominant, arguably the best running back in football gets paid. Mm-hmm. Like, those are conversations that everybody else is allowed to have, but we aren't because that somehow is disparaging. I don't understand that. I mean, think about it this way. When baseball players go up for arbitration, what happens, Kenny, in that process? The well, there's t- going to be some really disparaging Said, the team talks, you know what, about, about their the player. own player. But yeah. but me and you aren't allowed to do that. Like, Browns fans, this is going to be a great ride. Us talking about Baker's contract today is not going to detract from how amazing a great playoff run and a great regular season could be coming up. I mean, unless you allow it to, which I wouldn't understand that. At no point if Baker is throwing amazing touchdown passes in the back of the end zone to Odell in Week 7, Am I going to be thinking, well, now they got to pay Baker right now? Yeah, that, no I, these are that. things we think about in the offseason, which front offices have to think about 365 days a year. Mm-hmm. This is the only thing they have to consume themselves with when it comes to their own good players and being able to retain them. Yeah, you got to figure out a way to pay a guy. And, uh, and, and, and being able to make a guy affordable and make your team the best because – you're always paying attention to the draft. You're always paying attention to the years after that like, draft and seeing what's coming out. Like, what? Do you think Sashi Brown – not Sashi Brown. Wow. Do you think Andrew Barry, during the Kansas, uh, in the lead-up to the Kansas City game, three days before, is sitting there thinking about how to beat Kansas City? Or do you think he's thinking about all the recruiting, all the – I say the scouting, 
all the film that they have to watch of all the other games to try to chart. Uh, have to have to make sure that from top on down, the organization is all on the same page mm-hmm. on certain things. Or do you think they think like a fan? Like, yeah, they'll be cheering that game against Kansas City. Well, but you want your players to do well, but yeah, yeah you want the players to do well. But you're not going to be sitting there saying, "Well, oh, a different life." I got to get the word out to Stefanski that we need to go in the I formation. No, they don't. Nope. That, that's what fans do. That's not that. that well, I think there's certain times where he would sit there and go, "Well, so and so works better in this formation or in the, out of this set." You know, if, if you were, if you were John Dorsey, you're going to go, "You know, I keep telling them 12 personnel, but they mm-hmm. keep insisting on 11 <laughs> and two and five step dropbacks." Um, I, I think that that might come into it. By the way, you you jog my memory about Sashi Brown. For whatever reason, there was another fight online yesterday about Sashi Brown and, and tanking, and the theory behind tanking. And I saw our buddy T A. and a couple of people getting into it. And I kind of jumped in for, as a gag. But then I started getting worked up again because, you know, pro football focus, and I am – I was a person who used to loathe pro football focus. I like Sam Monson. I got a couple of guys who, who – a couple of buddies who work there now. So I'm, I've certainly softened my stance on pro football focus because I thought it was a website that was basically – for a long time, I talked about it as a website that was basically a fortune teller, an online, a, a call-in t- fortune teller. That would only tell you good news about your favorite football team, and because that's what I would get out of, for arguments over bad football teams of the Browns. Well, this guy's ranked this way by Pro Football Focus, and that guy's ranked that. Yeah, our team sucks. Okay, stop using it as something just to hear good news about ourselves. If I call up a nine hundred number for four ninety nine a minute and want my fortune told, they're not going to tell me anything bad's going to happen to me. It's all good stuff. It's all good news. That's how they get you to pay money, and so it makes you feel better about yourself. And that's how I thought. Pro Football Focus was well. They're only getting the information, and I I'm still critical in some ways, especially with offensive linemen, about Pro Football Focus. But there was one conversation they had, and I forget what the guy's name is, that TA was touting because it was on breaking down the anti-tanking straw men. Now I haven't heard it, and I don't want to be that guy who doesn't listen to something and then react to it. Yeah, you do. It's more fun that it way. It is more fun that way. That's actually true. But <laughs> go in half it's, cocked. It's, it's not my life. It's not more accurate. Which, by the way, we had somebody who accused us of going into com uh, into commentary half cocked just yesterday, and I had to respond to him about that because. But I, did I? No, because they accused Ashkari Richardson of being a liar, and I go, "You can't say we're going into something half cocked and then just call someone a liar without backing it up." You can't do that. That's impossible. You found a way to do it, but it's impossible to do. Um, I My theory about tanking has always been do not – because this is what's going to bother me about the Browns. I will be so happy when they're successful. When? Okay? I will be – as a fan, I will be very happy. As a football person, I'm going to get annoyed very quickly. I'm telling you right now, some people don't want to hear that. There will be people who use the Browns. This is why you do this. Look at the Browns. And I go, the Browns are not necessarily the answer to Because if the Browns win, you did it right. You did do it right. I will give that credit. I, I'm, I'm more than willing to give Sashi Brown a, a Super Bowl ring. Did we just stumble on something to bring up tomorrow? Well, yeah, we did this with John Dorsey and whether John Dorsey should be in the owner's box for that playoff game last year against Kansas City um, <laughs> about what we would do. I, I got to tell you, I am not as interested. Normally, you would think someone like me loves approach, uh, loves to talk about philosophies. How I didn't even get to what I wanted to say because I oh. was so long-winded, but you go. Oh, just just to, just to put a ball on this about how you get from point A to point B. I'm normally interested in that. But because the Browns got rid of Dorsey so fast and because they got rid of Sashi Brown so fast 
and now they're on to Andrew Barry, and they got rid of Freddie Kitchens so fast, and they got rid of Greg Williams at the end of that year, and a Hugh Jackson. They've made so many changes that I don't know that you're going to be able to have this linear line that you can connect from here's the tanking or whatever you want to call it. Fine, if you don't like the term tanking. Here is the, hey, we're going to let all the free agents go. We're going to get compensatory picks. We're not going to take the quarterback. We're going to wait, 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 and amass draft capital. To, hey, the Browns just won a Super Bowl. I'm not going to be able to draw that line directly to that Mm. necessarily. People are going to want to do that, but they made so many changes that I don't know that another team can follow that. I don't know that another team can just go out, number one overall, get a Miles Garrett. I agree. And have him be, by the way, That's, as good as advertised. You're giving me exactly what I wanted to say. The Dolphins did the same exact thing that the Cleveland Browns did. Nearly the same exact thing. It was the same premise. They took Tua Tungavailoa over Justin Herbert. Yeah. How bad does that look right now? How bad does that look right now? Now, there's a whole other year. Tua may be good. I think they put he was in an unfair Tough situation. Spot. But I, I, don't, I don't blame any of that on Brian Flores. It's his job to win football games, and, and you had a guy who struggled coming in. He was coming off an injury and all that stuff. But if, if Tua's just not good this year, mm-hmm. you've done all this for what? Mm-hmm. And this is year three of Brian Flores, and I think Brian Flores has done a remarkable job. You know he's my favorite coach in the NFL. He's my favorite. Over Stefanski. Stefanski, I can't count Stefanski because he's too close. I'm over too close to the situation. Kyle Shanahan. Certainly over Kyle Shanahan. Just kidding. I love Brian Flores because he refuses to tank. He refused to do it in 2019. They, what, they won five games. They won five games, and I've given you the stats a million times. And supposedly had the least amount of talent yes. going into the season. Yeah, Has anybody? Oh, not supposedly, easily the least amount of talent going into the season. Which, by the way, it really just goes back to crush you. So, yes. You won five games. Yeah. You won five yeah. games. But he's got his book coming out that will not exonerate him, but to him it will. Because remember, it. it's not I'll a lie you believe it. I'll read it. I'll read every every minute of it. Every you page. think he'll mention any, any names in that book? Yes. Yes. He'll you, name names? See, uh, for those that don't know, do I have to break it down, book deals? Do I have to break down book deals? Oh, yeah. yeah please I don't do. know how interested people are going to want to be please in this. Please do. I have a weird fascination about show business and I think book deals. This is a part of show business, the way that one of these work. So Hugh Jackson, the only way that he can get an advance on a book like this, Kenny, Mm. and to even get it greenlit Mm. is you have to have a story to tell that people are interested in. A A lot of people come from all walks of life end up to be head coaches in the NFL. That's not a good enough story. So even Hugh Jackson among his friends and family, it's got to be the best story that anybody tells. Yeah. How Hugh Jackson ends up becoming a multimillionaire, being a head coach and getting two go uh, two go rounds. That's not enough to sell a book to a publisher. The next step is, can you give me juicy tidbits? Give me your elevator pitch now. Hugh has to say, I can give you one right now. Jimmy Haslam uh, overruled everybody and took Johnny Manziel. You know something that would be a memory. Something like I know he wasn't there for that, but yeah. he if yeah, he has yeah, 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 yeah. if he has that detail yeah. for instance. That's something he would tell a publisher, and they'd say, okay, we have to check legal and make sure that legal will allow you to name certain names. A lot of book deals get squashed through legal yeah, because legal say, you actually can't write this. We have tried to vet this. We've had our researchers go back. Yeah. So Hugh has to have at least three to five details that will make the rounds and get him picked up nationally and get those excerpts out there and have people buy the book. If he doesn't have those, he doesn't have a book. But he's also not going to give 30 of these because he doesn't want to be disgraced. 
He doesn't want to never have a chance to work in football again, ever. And if you give too many names and too many details and too many juicy stories, mm. you'll never get a shot again. So it's always like three to five. So I think he'll have three to five details. Did I bore you with this breakdown of book, no. book publishing? No. I was looking at my <laughs> phone, though, because I just put an off-the-cuff topic during the live podcast. Should Sashi Brown get a ring if the Browns win the Super Bowl this year? 70% of votes so far say no. Wow. Okay. 66% of votes so far say no. It's like we're running for mayor in a small town. Yes. It's moving that quickly. Should Anderson Verjao get a ring? I, well, no, Chops I, made the best that point. That was a joke. Sorry, Chops That's quote fine. tweeted it. Our, I, I talk about these people like people know. Our friend Chops, who's a local person here, but he's a he's a writer for Complex Magazine, mm-hmm. and he does he does interviews, and he's he's a good guy. And he just goes by Chops. He said... <laughs> I can't pronounce his last name the right way. I call him Zach. So I really do call him Chops. So our buddy Chops said, I voted no, but if the Browns actually were to win a Super Bowl, I wouldn't care. I'd give anybody who wanted a ring a ring. You know what? That's something you got to take into account. I do think that's what a lot of people would just say. Who cares? Like, I heard that story. I I listened to the one podcast. Hugh Jackson, do you want a ring? Take it. Fine. Okay, that guy I would actually hold a ring from. There's certain if we wanted to do it, okay, ring or no ring, real quick. Oh, there you go. Owen, I hope you're writing this down. We're doing all this again again tomorrow. Ring or no ring. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much, Owen. Owen was (laughs) there. We go. Sashi Brown, ring or no ring. Uh, No. Laughing. Yeah. Hugh Jackson, ring or no ring. No. Greg Williams, ring or no ring. No. Freddie Kitchens, ring or no ring. (laughs) No. John Dorsey, ring or no ring. I say yes. Paul DeBedest is still with the team. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I, I'm not questioning. I'm saying. If, so if that's, Paul DeBedest stepped away today, who else? I'm giving him a ring. Who else have they moved on from that, that played a, a role in that? By the way, if they did win it, do you think DePodesta would step away and go do something else next challenge? He seems like a next challenge kind of guy. Oh, like, yeah. I did it. Oh, yeah. Isn't that Epstein? Oh, you're not so right. Not the Epstein yep. you're thinking of. No. I'm th- I'm th- <laughs> I was thinking of Theo. <laughs> Okay, don't say the one you were thinking of. I was thinking of Theo, oh. too. Okay, just making sure. Which, come on, I can't believe how many of my family members on Facebook bought that idea about, oh, you should see the new person who bought Epstein Island. Come on, guys. Oh, I didn't see that one. You're grown adults. Be smarter than this. I think Paul DiBodesto would move on to, ba- to basketball. He's got to move on to something else. It's it. That guy is driven. I, I know he's making a lot of money with the Browns. I know he has a lot of clout. Guys like him go for the next challenge. That's just what they do. Do you think he thought, I'm going to retire a Cleveland Brown executive? No. Come on. I'm getting ripped on by Keith for talking about chops again. He's my buddy. Okay, we talk on the phone. Sorry. No, Paul D. Dustin's going to go. I proved it in two. Even though he did win a world championship in baseball. <laughs> D. Dustin did not win a – he didn't – did he? Wait, did he? I thought uh, he did. No. Does he have a ring somewhere? I don't think so. Are you sure? I'm not sure. Anyway. The tank, the, the, the pro-tank people, I'm like, hey, man, like, Sashi Brown got fired. His name is Mud in football. Like, you ruined a career in football to do this. Yeah, he didn't. Do, do if, we, do he, we think, he did like, not exist on the other side. Yeah. The other side, I will say this to the day I die, Sashi Brown, whether it's the right formula or not, and it'll be debated because yes. we'll see if other teams, you know, try to emulate it. I still think the Sashi Brown part is the easiest part in the world. I think I could have done it. 
if, well, any as, of us could have. as long as you had the go-ahead from your owner, and that's the buy-in from the owner. I which, would not have which, the backbone to cut Joe Hayden. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. Okay, but if he had the buy-in from ownership, and of course he didn't have the full buy-in because what happened, he lost his job in two years. So clearly it didn't well, work Well, buy-ins out. change. Buy-ins change. It, it changes quickly. We'll see if it changes with Kobe Altman and Biggerstaff. I mean, seriously. Mm. Right now it looks like they did. the Cavs still have the full faith out of ownership right now because mm-hmm. they're still there. Sashi wasn't around on the other side to pay it off. He wasn't there to make the draft selections. Yep. I mean, he was there for Miles Garrett. Mm-hmm. Do I give him credit? I don't know. I would have taken Sean Watson. I've told you. No, that. we had a call but most one people would have. Most we people would have taken Miles Mick Garrett. And, Mick and Giaga said he goes. Daffy Duck could have drafted Miles Garrett. I was like, all right, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah, but Miles paid off. Okay, fine. I'll give him credit for it. But beyond that, he didn't make the necessary picks. I mean, John Dorsey in one True. draft solved quarterback, solved running back, solved defensive back. Who does that? In one draft, how often True. does that happen in the NFL? But we still there's people who are for whatever reason with the Sashi Wars. Well, Chad Thomas, like yeah, he 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 drafted a guy in the third round in Kansas City. He had to cut that camp. Yeah, like there's misses in there. Sure, and you're always gonna have misses. Austin Corbett. Ah, Austin Corbett's pretty decent. They now. resurfaced, and he's resurfaced and played well with the Rams. And he did. If we're gonna do this. He did right that wrong, and he traded. You didn't know that, did that? I did not. He, well, that traded, he traded for Wyatt Teller. So he, he righted that wrong. He drafted a guy who ended up being okay. Maybe not second round okay, but he also traded for Wyatt Teller, who Holy a lot of people cr- want to pay a ton of money to. Wait a second. That he was Dorsey, for Wyatt too? Teller, yes. Dude, that's an enormous. Yes. I, guys, John Dorsey is going to get a job again. In, well, he has in, a job. Well, what, about general what, is, what does he do with Detroit? He's doing what the Browns offered him. Okay. He's like their liaison well, so of maybe, some sort. Maybe I don't know if John Dorsey will get because his reputation, he still has an issue maybe probably probably working well with others. Yeah. Working well with analytics, working well with fr- other front office field. I don't know that for a fact. I'm just saying that I'm guessing after two stops but where he has brought in enormous amount of talent and he doesn't get to see the I, – I think it's just he might have a problem with collaboration. Yeah. Yeah, because you have to collaborate. Today. I can't look at what the guy has done, what he did in Kansas City, and what he did in Cleveland, and say that guy doesn't know what he's doing. Right. And if I were to bring in charts and analytics and sit down with Paul DiBodesta, he would roll his eyes as hard as he possibly could, and it would make me upset. I go, no, I can't sit here and deny facts and deny as as many jokes as we made about Spark Devalve, Spark scores count. Analytics count. There is a place for him. There should be it's a place for him. Figuring out how much of a place he would exactly, but he would roll his eyes as hard as he can. Which I still look at analytics, and you were surprised I said this. I think it's eight tenths, nine tenths of evaluation. I think it's the bulk of evaluation. You know, some people say you can't measure heart. If you do too much on heart, you're going to have a really tough football team that sucks. You have to be able to look at the analytics of some guys because I think 99% of athletes of good a good analytically crafted athletes guys who pass that test are also motivated mm-hmm. who also have good heart who also have those things I think there's a very there's Vernon Golston and there's a couple other guys that we can think of who was it I, who did the uh who did the Titans take that ended up being a colossal bust just 2 years ago offensive lineman I forget what his name is out of I think it was out of Georgia um, there's guys like that, but for the most part, it's really good athletes who are also very motivated. It's not hard. It's, it's hard, but it's not hard to figure that part of it out. So that's why I still say, hey, 
John Dorsey knows what he's doing, but I think there's less John Dorseys in the world anymore. I think there's more people looking at this going, give me the data. This helps. This is a tool. This keeps me employed instead of, ah, I got that. I got, I can tell that football player. I got a gut feeling about this guy. I got a gut feeling about that guy. Oh, it's our secret how we evaluate play. I think there's plenty of owners out there going, yeah, there's John Dorsey and there's Terry, uh, there's Tom Donahue, Donahue mm-hmm. and there's there's other guys like, and then there's you, and you're not cut for this and you're gone. So I, Ted, the Ted Thompsons of the world and those guys, God rest his soul. I don't think that there's good guys like that, as many guys like that who look at look at it through classic eyes anymore. Bill Polians, um, and I know Bill Polians has, sh- has showed his ass a couple times, but I can't deny that he was good. Um, I think there's less of those guys. So that's how I feel about the Sasha Brown Wars. And now I want to do the rings thing. We got that and we got Sasha Brown. This is great. This is fantastic. Uh, does Joe Woods have the most pressure on himself in the organization? Mary Kay said no to Yeah, him. she said no. Uh, look, this when I try to think about how this season collapses, and I don't even think, by the way, I don't think collapse means 5-12. Mm. and 12. I think collapse is seven wins or eight wins. I think that's disappointing for this team. And we've we've looked at the schedule, and while I think the schedule's tougher than last year, the people that actually look at the the the, the arithmetic of it and the advanced numbers, they say actually the schedule's pretty for, pretty pretty easy again for the Browns this year. So given that, I think that would be a collapse. Well, how does a collapse happen with this Browns team? I think the obvious major injuries. And not just one or two, because their team, I think, built to sustain injuries at a few different places. So I think they they could deal with that. They could navigate that. The other thing is their defense is just flat out not good. Like last year, they couldn't get off the field on third downs. They just couldn't find a way. That would be one. Well, if that's the case, how do you fix the defense after you just allocated how many of your assets towards fixing the defense? So how do you overcome that? Well, the easiest switch is we're gonna we're gonna get a different defensive we're gonna get a different defensive coordinator in here. We're just gonna get one who's who's been a winner, who's been I'm not thinking Wade Phillips, but just someone who's experienced. I'd love Wade Phillips coming in, in in I can kinda get why they wouldn't because you know he's he's an older gentleman yeah, and, yeah. and is highly respected. And I love Wade Phillips, but I'd love him in some sort of a, a role. I would love Wade Wade Phillips. Maybe not as a as a defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. but I'd like that. Any other way, you know, you could say Baker, and yes, I obviously I think Baker is way better than Case Keenum, but I don't think the bottom necessarily falls out under Case Keenum. I mean, if if let's say we thought they were going to win eleven games with Baker, how many games with Case Keenum? Mm-hmm. Eight. That is a big. Di- I mean, three wins is a big difference, but that's what I mean. That's that's not a. That is a big – I guess an 11-8 is is not great. But they could still make the playoffs. They could. could potentially. Yeah, they could. I would say Joe Woods has the most pressure on him in the entire organization. Mary Kay disagreed with that. I would say he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stefanski has pressure because he's the head coach. I think it goes without saying. Yeah, um, it's how quickly it changes with head coaches. I mean, we bring up Doug Peterson all the time. Mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan, they have a bad year this year. And they won't be, fire him. They, they still won't. They won't fire him, but he'll be the number one hot seat name going into the next year, especially with a young quarterback. It just will be. That's how it works in this league. You don't get you don't get three straight years to lose. What coaches? Like what coaches do they allow that? He's you are until you're until you aren't. 
uh, we brought up Doug Peterson, and then he loses his job completely. We talked about, uh, my God, Harbaugh. Harbaugh at Baltimore. We thought he was in harm's way until they made the switch from Joe Flacco to Lamar Jackson, and boom, buys him how many more years? It's how quickly it happens. That's why you need to make the switch from another place to extend technologies. X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Boom, how quickly it happens. Boom, how quickly technology can change on you. Boom, how great their technology is with Extend Technologies where they can keep you up to date on everything that you need and bring you into the 21st century with home automation, the way it was meant to be done, all from the palm of your hand. You can put it on an app on your phone, and then you control the TV. You control the, the, the temperature. You're in control of the of the blinds, the whole deal. Or maybe you're thinking about, you know what, the job I got sucks. Maybe you got downsized during the pandemic and you want to get out there and work again. Well, maybe it's time to give Extend Technologies a call because they are hiring AV installers and they are requiring no experience. That means that they will train you and you can have a great job with great people at Extend Technologies. So whether it's for your home, whether you're looking at transforming that patio, that living room, that dining room, whatever it might be, into something that's truly one of a kind, meaning you are the best one on the block to have it, or you just want a new opportunity. It's time to get to Extend Technologies. X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Make your home and career dreams come true with Extend Technologies. Are we just about ready for congratulations on all your success Oh, I'd love it, Kenny. I would absolutely love it. All right, real quick, before we get to congratulations on all your success, RJ says, no, passing on Watson was egregious and showed that he couldn't make the picks, talking about Sashi Brown. And I said, I don't think I would use Watson as an argument against him right now. Couldn't help it. Talking about Sashi. RJ says he wouldn't give Sashi a ring and then used Watson as a reasoning, which... I mean, other GMs passed up on Watson, too. Yeah. I loved him. I, I, put, I put Justin Fields in that same category. I don't know how you... I don't know where this came to be this year that Justin Fields... Me neither. Wasn't the clear number two. And I, I, I think he should have been in the conversation well, for one, but shows you what I know. Man, we are both watching the Bears like crazy this year because if they – And, of course, it's the, and of course, it's the Bears. Well, yeah, but – You went through this already with Mitch. Yeah, I did. But, no, I, I didn't. I, see, I – and you can say this take – and this really, this took no – this took no pills whatsoever. I, I soft-pedaled it, and I shouldn't have. And Keith will call me out on it because that's what he does, and you should call me out on it. I said the entire time I wasn't taking Mitch Trubisky for the Browns, and I had a terrible reasoning for it. <laughs> it was. It was a cop-out reasoning for it. I really should. If I like the quarterback that much, I really need to hang him over the fence like you did. And, and up until this fiasco and all this stuff going on with the Texans, you looked as right as rain about Deshaun Watson. And I I hope, obviously, personally, because Justin Fields doesn't know me and doesn't care about me, but I care about him because of my argument. I want it to work out. I, I thought he was – I thought he was right up there with Tre- with Trevor Lawrence, right underneath him, and I thought that he should be the clear cut number two pick, mm-hmm. and he wasn't. And I I am hoping that the Bears jam it in certain places with a lot of these teams. Rudy ruined everything. Says if he wants what wants to buy one sure, Aaron. Now this one's a big one. This is an argument for for Sashi in my case. His fax machine needs to be placed in the Hall of Fame. Sashi allegedly. Mm-hmm. Ruined that trade, the the uh, the McCarran trade. He ruined that. Yeah, I just I just still remember how vividly fans were telling me they wanted to avoid zero and sixteen at all costs. So of course you had a head head coach who's like, yeah, I want to 
and 0-16 all cost too. Give me a quarterback. Mm. So uh, fans have to make up their mind. I mean, I know A.J. McCarron ended up getting injured after that, and we never ended up seeing if A.J. McCarron could actually play. All we had as evidence was him, you know, in a playoff game, playing fairly well, mm-hmm. you know, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. But now, now uh, we'll never know. We'll you never see, know because he got injured. I went and I watched that game and watched it and watched it and watched it thinking they were going to get A.J. McCarron. And I was like, oh, it's a hailstorm. Yeah, this, it was. It was, was bad like, weather. This is still not that great. I don't know what this guy saw in him. He's just crazy. Who the hell knows? All right. It's time for congratulations on all your success. When you need a Dear Abby so you don't end up with a Dear John. Congratulations. 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 Congratulations on all your success. Remember, you can get your advice. Carmen at 923thefan.com. Lima at 923thefan.com. You can, you can email either of us. You can email both of us. Neither of us. Well, that's not how it works. You have to email one of us and get your advice on the air. It's that simple. Carmen at 923thefan.com. Lima at 923thefan.com. We'll get your advice out there. And, and if they uh, don't, we'll just make them up. Yeah, we'll still do that. So it's okay. Got one from Joe here. He says, hey, guys, big fan. I'm at a similar place in life as Lima, but 15 years younger. So he's 25. Okay. <laughs> and we've lost the sheet. I lost the sheet. We've lost the I congratulations lost the sheet. sheet. Hold on. Kenny Hold was on. playing paper airplanes, and it just took <laughs> off on him. Okay. I'm at, oh. Turn give my mic on here. Find your place. <sighs> I'm at a similar place in life as Lima, but 15 years younger, as I recently moved in with my girlfriend in Indiana, just outside of Cincinnati. Actually, to the small town Hoosiers is based on different email for a different time. And have begun to look for rings. Do you guys have any advice on the ring, proposal, early wedding stuff? Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. Joe. Well, first, Ken and I will have very differing opinions on where I don't to know get if we your will. ring. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> we will have very different opinions. First off, you got to fill your car up with gas. Get your ass up to Peter and Company Jewelers at Avon Lake. Go ahead, say yours. Diamonds Direct, the corner of Richmond and Cedar Road. There you go. There you go. We've covered our bases. There we are. So anyway, um, I think we'll have very different ideas on how to what. Does he want to know how to propose? I think he is looking for a lot of the same questions that I'm wondering about, which is what are you really about to embark on the minute you move in? You know, obviously 30 years ago, it was considered sacrilegious to move in with somebody living in sin uh, before you actually got married. Now, financially, the way things work in this country, in this society, good luck to you if you can make that arrangement work where the first day that you're living with somebody, you're married. I think that is very hard to pull off. I think it's – yeah. I think that our generations previously thought, hey, you're married now. You guys got to make this work. I think it's different now. I think that, you know, with, with the divorce rates, and people get so upset about the divorce rates. Okay, fine. You can say that people give up on each other too, sooner than later. Maybe that's true, okay? But at the same time, I think that, yeah, people want to be happy. They they, they want to be happy, and sometimes, you know, with that person, I think our definition of successful marriages is changing by the year. By the generation, I really do. I think I, so. I, you know, I, I think that, you know, what leads up to that marriage being dissolved 
that's up for debate. If if a person's running around on their on their significant other, then yeah, that's a failed marriage. That person made that ma- that that marriage fail. But if if you've come to an agreement that you can't keep the bickering up, you can't keep whatever. You just do not want to be with this person anymore. You know, if you've been married for twenty years and and your kids are okay and well adjusted with it, then you know what's what's that? That's not a successful marriage. It's really not. I don't know. I I, I think that my my definition of a successful marriage has has changed watching other people. Um, not that I plan to get divorced in 10 years or anything like that. I'm just saying. I, I think that now with people moving in, Liz and I moved in together. We were moved in three months before we got married. And it made that first year, guys, it made that first year hell on earth. I've told I've told that story before. There were times and and I would come in and I'd tell Falar and Kenny about it. And I mean, I would just I would just vent to them the whole night during every break. I would go in after having huge fights with Liz and do the show. And I'd get in these huge arguments about God knows what. Because I didn't know how to live with a woman. Is there anything that could have transpired in those three months? Nothing. That it would have Nothing. taken the marriage but, or the wedding off the boards at that time? No. Uh, no. No. Nothing Nothing that drastic. But, I mean, it was it was rough. It was really, really rough. And there were some really I, I didn't know how to I didn't know how to fight yet. I didn't know how to really fight. Um, this is a weird thing to say. Lima has made me much better in disagreements with Elizabeth because Lima is a professional debater who happens to like sports and there's a difference. So there's more like, hey, you don't need to yell, you need to listen and then you need to retort. And sometimes I don't always take that advice and I but it was that way all the time with Liz because me and my voice when I go like this and I talk like this, tends to be me talking with authority, I think so, but it's yelling to other people. And so Liz would not take that very well. It's quiet voice, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that's my quiet voice. I'm a very loud person. And so it would lead to more problems there. Working with Anthony has weirdly made my marriage better. Um, and I didn't think it was a bad one to begin with. I'm giving a long answer to something here that I don't know if there's anything perfect as far as being – moving in with each other right before i would prefer you move in with each other ahead for a decent amount of time before you even get engaged and then then get engaged then get married now depending on where you're at in your life like you're 25 you got a little bit more time lima's 40 there's a difference there these things tend to move quicker when i'm you're out older. of time yeah uh but that's it. as far as the ring I'm the last person. I wish I could give you better advice. I'm the last person in the world to, to give well, you advice you, on this. You, what I have, what or I've the noticed, proposal, I should say. What I've noticed over time, first of all, when it comes to a ring, is that I don't know if it's 50-50, but there is a division here. There are a healthy percentage of women that actually want to be completely surprised that want the ring to be a surprise, like the actual type of ring. Then you have, on the other side of things, women who know exactly what they want. And that's one that they'll make it abundantly clear to you ahead of time. Hey, by the way, if you're ever thinking about doing this, Mm -hmm. this is exactly what Mm -hmm. I want. Mm -hmm. This is not only just the size, which, you know, is is something that you're going to have to find out, but it's also going to be, hey, this is how my grandmother did it. This is how my mom did it. This is what I have looked for my entire life because some women have been looking at rings for decades. That's just what they do. I've never even looked at a ring. I never even uh, envisioned what that would be like. So you, I think that's going to avail itself to you at some mm. point. I think she is going to make it abundantly clear whether she wants this or 
prefer a surprise. Yeah, I think your her personality will dictate that. As far as the proposal, my proposal was terrible. It was right after a big fight. Um, it was it was a terrible proposal. I've told a million times. I just stood there and was like, "You want to get married now? Is that what you want to do? You want, like I don't sound like Rocky from you can get married, you can get married by me, or whatever." Like that was it. And then I drank a natural ice tall boy. Oh, it's celebration. It's yeah. No champagne. Her friend, her friend worked for a Budweiser distributor. And uh, there was champagne downstairs, but I had already – I came in a little war- lukewarm. Oh, okay. With, uh, with Not a hot, but lukewarm. Yeah, with a naturalized tall can. Uh, early wedding stuff, I would say uh, be involved as as much as you can and be prepared to have your mind blown with some of the expense because you will hear about it. The chair covers for our wedding were 900 effing dollars. Oh, my God. $900 for chair covers for oh, that wedding. Oh, my God. It's awful. It's absolutely awful. And you pay it. And I, I couldn't believe it, and it did. The, the chairs the chairs were not good-looking, and the chair covers did make a world of difference. $900 worth, I don't think so, but I remember the chair covers being $900. Uh, her parents were paying for basically all of it, so I didn't want to make a big deal about you that. You couldn't? You and kidding me? Liz, at, at times where I was like, well, it's whatever you want, she took that as me just kind of like, I don't want to be involved. So that tended to start a, a few arguments here and there. So... Yeah, I know. I like. I, I love my Lizzie, and we we do get along very well. But you know, it's a, it's a marriage. Not everything's as peaches and ice cream. So. Are young couples still doing? Because the finances again have changed everything. Yeah. I'll, you know, growing up for me, it was going to the the Italian halls, uh, three hundred to four hundred people at the wedding. Ours was. I mean, gi- yeah, gigantic yeah. weddings. It Italians, was all yeah. very traditional. It was all the same thing, or at least what we know to be traditional. Today. You are seeing so many outside-the-box things to save money. So I guess it just depends on the money situation, too. Well, I think that people are realizing that their wedding day is – I want to see how people are after this pandemic and how how they do things, meaning, you know, what's important to them and what's not important to them. Are wedding days changing? Will wedding days get more extravagant, especially here soon, uh, and I've been to two. I've been to three weddings now this this season, and um, they've been pretty large. They have been pretty large weddings. Uh, I, uh, two of them were holdovers from 2020, yep. and I think that that's part of the reason you really have a blowout since you waited another year to do this type of thing. Um, but I wonder, you know, especially with how society's changing, will people go smaller? Will they have smaller going? Eh, you know what? I'd rather have this, this, and this in my life than. Or do you want the money for the house? Yeah, than thirty thousand dollars for a wedding, or, or even so much more. If it's one wedding. or the other, if you want the big wedding or the house, you take yeah. the house. You take the house you every do. time. That matters do. so much more. But in in, this is still part of our generation, which boomers will disagree with. <laughs> in my wife's case, she wanted both. <laughs> so oh, must you be wanted nice. the big wedding, and you eventually. I mean. It, it, we rented in West Park, and then we bought the house in North Ridgeville. We moved. God, we moved several times. I've moved with Liz. I count the move to Boardman as one. Boardman, oh, Tremont, Tremont, West Park, Ridgeville, Streetsboro. Oh, my five God. Times. In the span of 10 years. 12. We've been together 12 okay. years, but we'll be married 10 years on August 19th. So we're getting close to it, getting close to that wedding anniversary. I don't know what we're going to do. You're staying. You're done. What do you mean? What do you mean? What are you gonna do? What for our wedding anniversary? Oh, for your for anniversary. Ten years. What did you think I was gonna I do? Thought you were talking about moving again. No. Oh, I'm I'm in. I'm 
I, I haven't said it on air yet, and I won't say it on the podcast yet. I'm full on Streetsboro now, yeah. boy. We are putting in roots. They are growing, and I loved our fine folks in Ridgeville. Don't get me wrong. Still, that the, the community will always be near and dear to my heart. We still send Christmas cards to my old neighbors. Oh, that's very nice. Um, But, yeah, that's the end. But I'm not going to talk about me. we we got to talk about Joe and you. And Joe, I wish I could give me better advice for the proposal and all that stuff, but I can't. So my congratulations on our yeah. The only other thing sucks. The only other thing about the proposal, uh, you know, because now it's it's like homecoming and prom announcements, and it's do, do, do you want it to go viral? And that's something you have to think about with your your special someone. If she's not into that, if she's private. Don't be making this big. Don't have drone videos there. Don't. But uh, there are people that are into that stuff. And, I mean, if she's making TikTok videos every day and checking her followers, you might have to do something big. Oh, that sounds ridiculous. This is a different 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 generation. Liz has a friend who got proposed to at a baseball game, and she said yes not to embarrass the guy on the Jumbotron. And then said no when? A few weeks later. She just couldn't do it. She knew she didn't want to marry the guy. She wanted to break up with the guy. How do you not have a feel for that? Who is just trust me it. with this dude? This dude was a dummy. Who is I just guarantee you didn't have a feel for it. There's other things in there too, but that is congratulations on all your success. And this was the emerging podcast scene with Ken Carmen and Anthony Lyon. We're back tomorrow. You want to do the Sasha Brown thing tomorrow? Sure. Boy, that sounded really enthused, didn't it? <laughs> what do you really want to do on the show tomorrow? No, I thought. Tell I me told, one thing I, you really want to do on the show I tomorrow. I told you that sounds fine. Give me one thing you really want to do on the show tomorrow. I'd like to talk about whether or not the Cavs should trade up. You really do? Mm-hmm. All right, we'll do it. That coming up tomorrow. For Big Country, who was great. For Keith, who was also great. For Andy, I'll give him some credit. I'm Ken Carmen. He's Anthony Lima. Oh, Extend Technologies, X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Make your home dreams come true. If you're looking for a new career, get to Extend Technologies. They're fantastic people. You're going to absolutely love them. X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Make those home dreams come true with Extend Technologies. I'm Ken Carmen. He's Anthony Lima. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.